You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. Yes, uh, mashallah, the time really fleeting. Time's really flying. And as I said, uh, send the ruse upon Nabi Muhammad uh, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. As I said, uh, Mawlana Salim Karim going that extra mile. Ready. You know, he's one of the producers of the show. And we embrace him. We celebrate him. And we make duas for him always. Uh, that efficacious smile, that brilliant nasiha. And many, many, many hearts have been turned towards our Mawlana Salim Karim. Mawlana, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And uh, jazakallah khaira for joining us uh, this morning. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Shafat by ahlan wa sahlan wa marhaban to you and our esteemed listeners. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us afiyat. MashaAllah, I love the drood that you were playing. I, one of my friends sent it to me from Pakistan. And I said, it is so sweet and so touching that, you know, if you start your day with Guru Sharif on Hudhuri-Pak, together with Zikrullah, can you imagine what a beautiful day Allah can give to us? So Alhamdulillah, you know, the more durood and salam we recite on the Prophet and we make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah will ease all our difficulties. Really, we don't really know the power of Guru Sharif. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq at least one tasbih a hundred times durood and salam upon the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillahi wa kafa wa salamun ala ibadihi alladheena asfafa. Amma ba'du fa'udhu billahi minash shaytanir rajeem. Bismillahir rahmanir rahim. قال الله تعالى في القرآن المجيد والفرقان الحميد إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد وبارك وسلم وقال تعالى في مقام آخر وعفونا واغفر لنا وارحمنا أنت مولانا فانصرنا على القوم الكافرين قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم الدعاء مفتاح الرحمة اللهم بارك لنا في رجب وشعبان وبلغنا رمضان صدق الله مولانا الذين respected listeners brothers and sisters in Islam دوستو عزيزو فقيرو may Allah subhanahu wa taala grant you and me afiyat there are three things in life make it a habit and Allah will grant you success Number one, فرمائے کہ اپنی زبان کو روک رکھو. Look after your tongue. And this morning there's great excitement in the, in the air. Everyone is taking their little children to school for admission. The first day at school, first day at madrasa. So mashallah, mubarakbad to the parents. Allah Ta'ala grant all of them ajre azim for making the proper tarbiyat, what great happiness and joy. 
as Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, that when Allah blesses you with children, you need to do three things. Number one, inshallah, keep a good name for your child. This is so important. Rahmatullil Alameen sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Allah loves the name Abdullah, Abdul Rahman. Keep the name that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had asked us to keep. Keep the name of the Sahaba Ikiram and especially the Khulafai Rasideen. With this niyat, ke Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala inculcate those beautiful qualities of the Sahaba in our lives. And many a time, the Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam changed the name of certain Sahaba because the meaning was not uh, good for their, for their akhlaq, for their, for their life. And Hudu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam changed the name. So the first important thing when Allah blesses us with children is to keep a good name. Number two, give them the best Islamic education. Respected brothers, in this zamana of fitna and fasad, as Allah Ta'ala says in the Quran, يَوْمَ لَا يَنْفَعُ مَالٌ وَلَا بَنُونَ إِلَّا مَنْ أَتَ اللَّهَ بِقَلْبٍ سَلِيمٍ On the day of Qiyamah, your wealth and your children will be of no benefit except those who come to Allah with a sound heart. So it shows that what is important is Allah consciousness in our children. This is the effort that we need to make. So when your child is being educated Islamically, Sawhi, Risalat, Taqwa, Akhlaq, Sunnat, these are beautiful terminologies that inshallah, if we are going to make an effort and conscientize our children that who is your malik, who is your creator. Allah consciousness, okay, whatever Allah is giving to you, it comes from Allah. So inshallah, yes, it's a great day of joy and happiness. So the second important thing, one is to keep a good name for your child. Number two is to give them the best Islamic education. And it is sad that I want to draw to your attention. We are taking Islamic education and ta'aleem and tarbiyat of our children very lightly. We are more worried about circular education. Remember, on the day of Qiyamah, Allah is going to hold you accountable. And your very same child that you loved and adored in this dunya, when he is going to be held accountable by Allah on the day of Qiyamah, he will say, Bari Ta'ala, ask my father or ask my parents, why didn't they give me Islamic education? So what answer are we going to give to Allah? So it is of utmost importance. The goal of every parent, Wallahu Ladim respected listeners, young or old, is to make sure that their child can read the Quran with tajweed and fluently. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, beautify reciting the Quran with a melodious voice. So let's all of us do introspection. We all have sons and daughters at home. How many of them can recite the Quran correctly with the tweet? We are for every other thing excelling, subhanAllah, in matters of dunya. But in matters of deen, and especially as I said to you, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, 
before I come to that hadith, the third thing Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, the first thing Rasulullah said, keep a good name. Number two, give them the best Islamic education. And number three, when they reach a marriageable age, get them married. This is another great responsibility which is lacking in the ummah. So much of teenagers, so many of young people, fraternization is taking place. Zina is taking place openly. And parents are just turning a blind eye. And then we sit back and cry why Allah's azab and punishment is coming to us. So we need to take cognizance. And remember, parents, this is a warning from the hadith of the Prophet ﷺ. If your son and daughter is committing zina, of, or fornication, or any factor that leads to zina, the punishment and azab will equally rest on the shoulders of the parents. So why do we want to take on extra burden? On the other side, Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi salatu wasalam said, Addibu awladakum, discipline your children. And the best, no child should be out of the madrasa. No child should be out of school. We'll have to learn to read and write. This ummah has now has not stopped reading because now everything is on social media. Look at the quality of education. Look at the comprehension of our children. They can't even write one paragraph. They can't even write one sentence. I mean, is this what education is all about? So we need to take cognizance and make sure that our children, mashallah, every child, should have the best of education. We give them the best of clothing, the best of cars, the best of holidays, but we are lacking when it comes to Islamic education. So Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Addibu awladakum, discipline your children and teach them three things. Number one, teach them to love Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Apply the sunnah of the Prophet ﷺ in our lives as adults, automatically children will follow the sunnah. We wake up in the morning, we read the masnoon du'as, we do the masnoon amals. Imagine getting up your children for namaz. Though namaz is not farz on them on the age of seven and nine, or even before that, but subhanAllah, they are masoom children who are up two years old, three years old, they are up with their parents, making the zikr of Allah. You're creating a mahol of deen. So because the school is starting now, madrasa is starting now, the emphasis is Islamic education. Because we want akhlaq in our children. We want adab in our children. We want to groom them to become ambassadors of Islam. Da'i ilallah. And the best way to show how much of education you have and how much you have benefited, the only way you can see the results of it is by the akhlaq of our children. So Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Addibu awladakum, discipline your children and teach them three things. Number one, teach them to love Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And how is that possible? The more we talk about the sunnats and practice the sunnats of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the more they will become attached and love the sunnat of Rasulullah. Amal says in the Banti hai, Jannat bi Jahannam. No, you're talking lip service, respected listeners. We have volumes and volumes of knowledge, books and notes and all the factors we have, but very little amal, very little action. So inshallah, Allah Ta'ala is not going to look at your deeds. Allah Ta'ala 
is going to grant you and me Jannah because of his fuzzle and karam. But the hub of knowledge that we acquire is to see the fruits of it in our actions. So the second thing Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, keep your children to love the family of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Take a survey, respected brothers and sisters. We have teenage sons and daughters. How much do they know about the seerah of Rasulullah? Can your son or daughter or my son or my daughter read the Quran? You know, I say one of the greatest achievements in life is one day, you know, as a father, you say to your daughter, Betty, sit in front of me and read a passage of the Quran for me. Mujhe Quran sunao, Allahu Akbar. One day Rasulullah said to the Sahaba, please read the passage of the Quran for me. Hazrat Abdullah ibn Mas'ud radiallahu ta'ala ghaliban said, Ya Rasulullah, the Quran was revealed on you. How can we read it, Ya Rasulullah? Allah gave you the gift of the Quran. Rasulullah said, no, my heartful desire is that I'd like to hear the recitation of the Quran from you all. And Hazrat Abdullah ibn Mas'ud radiallahu ta'ala recited the passage of the Quran. He chose, فَكَيْفَ إِذَا جِئْنَا مِن كُلِّ أُمَّةٍ بِشَهِيدٍ وَجِئْنَا بِكَ عَلَى هَاُلَاءِ شَهِيدًا The maqam of the ummah of Rasulullah, we will be testifying and saying to the whole ummah on the day of Qiyamah, the whole world, that Rasulullah came and delivered the message. Rasulullah was in tears. So how nice it will be and every father and mother, sometime in your life, gee, ask your children, please recite for us a para. Or recite for us one ruku. We'd like to hear you recite the Quran. At least we can testify on the day of Qiyamah. You see, the greatest achievement is not having a PhD, not getting 10 A's in metric. Gee, alhamdulillah, it's important. I'm not saying it's not important. But the greatest of great is if your child can read the Qur'an and his akhlaq can translate into action. That is the greatest achievement and you can say the greatest graduation. That when you look at the akhlaq of your children and you look at their, how their behavior is and their ta'alluq with Allah, at least you can stand on the day of Qiyamah. Allah Pak is saying, Oh, you who believe, Safeguard yourself and your children from the fire of hell. So, the third thing Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, teach your children to recite the Quran. This is the biggest challenge and the amount of money and time and effort that we should spend in the tuition of making sure that every individual in our home can recite the Quran correctly. Respected brothers and sisters, let me bring to your attention. Like how it is wajib that when you get married, you take care of all the expenses of your wife and your children. It's your duty. Provide food, shelter, clothing, medical help. Whatever it is to make them comfortable is wajib on you. Likewise, it is important, equally important, that you give Islamic education to your wife. Because she's the mother of your children. She's the first madrasa. She's the first university. If her ta'alluq with Allah is strong, her akhlaq and her mannerism is impeccable, 
and children, alhamdulillah, always follow the parents. So besides providing for your wife all the luxuries of this dunya, alhamdulillah, one of the greatest importance is to make sure that you make some provision for her talim and for her Islamic education. Whether she attend tafsir classes, Quranic classes, seerah classes, all that will help, inshallah, because she is now directly listening and taking it from her parents. So this is also equally important in life, Tafadbhai, that we also make sure that we give the best mm-hmm. Islamic education to our wives. You're learning baking, you're learning sewing, you're learning all these things. Yes, it helps. But the greatest thing that would going to help in this dunya and the akhirat and for yourself and for your akhirat is your ta'alluq with Allah, the Quran and the Sunnah. So yes, Mubarakbar to all the parents. MashaAllah, you're taking your child today to school for the first time. We all cried. Shafatbhai, I don't know if you remember the first day that you went to school <laughs> and what was the reaction. And maybe some of the parents can recall. It's nice, alhamdulillah, when you talk about the past. It gives you a better understanding. Compare 40 years ago, 50 years ago when we went to school. And now, subhanAllah, how advanced the children are and all the facilities that are available. So there is no excuse to say that I don't have the time to educate my child. And Shafadwai, let me tell you one thing. It's the teacher, Mm. it's the school, and the parents. It's a triangle. You can't depend only on the, the parents. You can't only depend on the teachers. You can't only depend on the school. It's teamwork together. That's why make sure that your child is attending the best madrasa or the best school. The best amongst you is who learns the Quran and who teaches it to others. Let me give you a hadith of the Prophet Many of us as parents today, we will hold the hands of our Muslim children and take them to the Maktab Madresa today, first time. And look at the hadith of the Prophet Our parents, when they took us to Madresa, all they said to the Ustad, Ye is my son, the flesh is yours, give us back the bones. Well, that was the old school of thought. There was so much of sickness and other. And yes, we got a lot of hiding. And today we can say, Alhamdulillah, it helped us. Yes, corporal punishment is haram. But in those days, it was an acceptable thing. It did instill some discipline, fear. And we had some goal in life because we knew our parents were very, very strict. And our asatis are, unfortunately, it's not happening in today's time. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi salatu wasalam said, when you take your child to the ustad and say to the child ustad, please teach my child the Quran. And the ustad says, read, Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. The first word that that ustad is teaching your child is Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. What's the sawab? What's the benefit? What's the virtue? Allah Ta'ala writes forgiveness for the child. Allah Ta'ala writes forgiveness for the parents. Allah Ta'ala writes forgiveness for the ustad. Subhanallah. Nurun ala nur. So, my point here is today, 
make a firm intention. Those parents who were complacent, not involved in the, in the lives of their children when it came to the education, whether it's circular education or whether it's Islamic education, you should make it your priority number one, that I want the best education for my child. So number two, it's important to which school we are sending our children. If the akhlaq of my child is going to be compromised, if the belief and aqidah of my child is going to be compromised, the, the manners and the tarbiyat of my child is going to be compromised. I don't care what school it is. Goes to Azizo, then you are going to be held accountable to Allah. If that child loses his or her iman, gee, loses their akhlaq and their identity as a Muslim child, you will be held accountable on the day of Qiyamah. The important thing is tarbiyat of our children according to the Quran and Sunnah. So choose the best school. Allah Ta'ala grant us tawfiq. Yes, we know the Islamic schools were very expensive. And inshallah, we must try our best somehow or the other to open more Islamic schools. We have so much of zakat funds. We have so much of lillah funds. We have so much of money that inshallah we could use to utilize the, for the education of our children. Try and make education free if possible. Alhamdulillah. What a great thing. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Iza matal insan. Fadbai, you know, we are sending thousands and millions of rands overseas. Subhanallah. Hmm. And that's the shan of the mu'min of South Africa. Allah gave us plentiful. When our great-grandfathers came here, they came penniless. They came in the ship. Gee, they were working in the sugarcane plantation. Gee, but see from where to where Allah Ta'ala has taken us. That today, in South Africa, there are household names who served education, who contributed greatly to education. Gee, so many things are, subhanAllah, you have the Orient School Day in Durban. Go back and look at the history of that school. Look at the founding members of that school. I'm just giving an example. Emil Sultan Technical College. SubhanAllah, wherever you go, Emil Sultan School here in Ladysmith. I attended that school also. SubhanAllah. They came. They had a vision. Gee, alhamdulillah. Gee, whichever country we go, inshallah, the first thing that we will establish is the masjid, the madrasa, and the kabristan. That's what our great-grandparents did. When they came here, it was Islamic education and secular education. That today it's history, 100, 120 years, 160 years gone that the first Indians came here, South Africa. Look at the impact of Adbar. Go back into the history, go into the archives and mm. see the contribution, whether it's the Modli family, the Naidu family, the Rajab family, Emil Sultan family. Take all the big names, Watala families in Durban. SubhanAllah, all did a fantastic job. This generation that we are living in, what legacy are they going to leave behind for the coming generation? So if we have our mindset right and our priorities right, inshallah, we will also have great contributions to make in this country. So bottom line, Shafat Bhai, Allah Ta'ala, make it easy that we Amen. concentrate on education. The more we spend and invest in education, and a humble appeal to those teachers who have retired, come back, come back and serve the community. Alhamdulillah, you have taken your packages. Subhanallah, Allah has rewarded you 40 years of service, 50 years. You see, 
we cannot pay you the value of the experience that you have. But it's also your duty to come back and give back to the society, to the community. Subhanallah. As Rasulullah said, when a man passes away, all his deeds come to an end. All his sawab and hisab comes to an end, except three things Allah will continuously reward you. Insha'Allah, that is in your cover, in your akhirat, till the day of Qiyamat. One is ilmun yuntafa'ubi. You left behind knowledge, education. You taught somebody. You educated somebody. And that person is benefiting. And that person now transfers it to the next person. And it goes generation after generation. Allah Ta'ala will, will, will credit you the full reward and ajr and it. So I'm saying to those teachers who have retired, come back, inshallah, serve the community, and we can open up more tuitions and more classes for our children and the asatizahs, inshallah, Azim. Allah Ta'ala give you all of us ajri azim. So Shafat Bhai, I just thought that because it's today, school is starting and madrasa is starting, let's mm-hmm. conscientize and prioritize what is the best for my child or for my children and what will make me happy in this dunya and akhirat is alhamdulillah to see our children being the true ambassadors of Islam. I don't know if you have any questions, Shafat Bhai, or any suggestions yeah. from our listeners. Let's hear from you, inshallah. Yeah, uh, Molana, absolutely brilliant. Uh, it is in the laps of our mothers uh, that the future generation is reared, and a good education is a cause for refined disposition. You can see how refined uh, you are. Yes, uh, Molana, yeah, brothers are saying, uh, Brother Yakub, he says, Assalamu alaikum, uh, Molana, you tickle my mem- memory, went to the Mabel School, and I still recall my principal, Mr. Ismail. MS Ismail, when he used to walk in the corridor, he used to have this uh, sound of his shoes making tick-tock, tick-tock, and uh, we used to get so frightened of him. But really, these were brilliant moments. And uh, Molana, on myself, you know, I remember my first day at school, I didn't want to go to school, and I ran away over 20 times. And I remember, imagine going to uh, class one, or what it was, RR, in, I don't know what they called it in our time, but class one. And the principal, I remember his name, CJ Naidu. Hey! That guy gave me with the belt, man, and I, I still ran. I still ran away. I don't know about you, Molana. Alhamdulillah, reward all of us. You know, if we go back into history and see, you know, in the short gray pants and white shirt and shining shoes, subhanAllah, little <laughs> bag and the lunch tin, parents are taking you to school and standing there in the classroom because you're crying your guts out and nobody's coming to your rescue. Yes, that's the humble beginning, those tears today. Alhamdulillah, are tears of joy, Shafat Bhai. If each parent can recall, today their children are all professors and educated people. But if they take go back into history, the first day when they took their child to school, they had an ambition. Gee, they had an, a motive. They had a goal set that this amanat that Allah has given to me, I want this child to be the best of children. So, Rabbana hablana min azwajina wa zurriyatina kurrata a'yun wa ja'alna lil muttaqina imama. So, as parents, we should read this dua daily in our tahajjud salah, in our five daily salah. Rabbana hablana min azwajina wa zurriyatina kurrata a'yun. Allah, make our wives and spouses and our children the coolness of our eyes. That's the sukoon of the house. It's your wife and your children, the sukoon, the peace, the tranquility, that alhamdulillah is 
that we feel when we come home to a beautiful wife. You come home to a smiling wife. You come into the, your children run into your arms, Abba, Ammi, Subhanallah. What a feeling, Subhanallah. Allah has kept, you know, 1% of Raham. Allah created mercy, 100 portions. Only one portion of it Allah has sent in this dunya. That's why you see the love between Ustad and student, father and children, the animals loving their little ones. That's only 1% of Allah's mercy. The 99% more Allah shall give to us in the Akhirat. So subhanAllah, when you see this happiness in your children, when you see them coming with those reports, with a smile, it brings great joy to us. So why aren't we not concentrating and putting effort in the education of our children? It's now time, respected brothers. We need more schools, as I'm saying to you. We need more bursaries, inshallah. We need more scholarships. Why can't we do this? We have so much of money. We're spending it in luxuries. Why can't we just as an ummah, not only for us as the Muslim ummah, we should serve humanity, inshallah. Even giving bursaries to the non-Muslim students, our black students, our indigenous brothers, why can't? There are many, many uh, people who have Allah has blessed them with wealth. They're educating many black people. They've become lawyers. They've become great states people. They are in the government now. But whose hand in there? Some Muslim businessman gave that little Zulu boy or whichever boy it was, indigenous child. They educated that family, that child. They still come back today and thank the Indian community or to the Muslim community or that particular mm. businessman that today my son is a teacher, today my son is a lawyer, today my, first, my son is in parliament. Where did this humble beginning start? So it shows education, be generous with it. Serve the community. And, and, and uh, an educated nation is always a successful nation. So may Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq. Jazakallah khaira to Maulana Salim Karim, inshallah. We talk to you tomorrow this time. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.